Blog Talk Radio. everyone and welcome to Violet Reiki Radio. I would like to thank the founders of the Seika Network who who have given me (laughs) this opportunity to bring to you all this wonderful show every Thursday here on the Seika Network. And we, every week, we'll be talking about Reiki and all things surrounding Reiki, its discovery, the roots, the practice, and more. Um, we, discuss, we discuss many things that the founder of Reiki, Mikao Usui, was very interested in, which is spirituality, religion, um, holistic healing, martial arts, sociology, all kinds of things, even metaphysics. And um, Reiki is a universal life force energy, an intelligent energy of love and wholeness. It understands the cause of problems and what healing is necessary. The Reiki energy has a wisdom of its own, healing and balancing all aspects of a person's mind, body, emotions, and spirit. Reiki is a blessing. It is an instantaneously conferred sacred potential for healing, protection, and spiritual development. The call-in number here at the studio is area code 347-677-0699. And this evening we're doing intuitive readings. So if you are looking to have some questions answered and looking to get a reading and looking to see what uh, intuition has for you, please call us. For more information, you can visit my website, which is www.violetrosereiki.com. Or if you want to ask a question regarding Reiki, feel free to email me at rose at violetrosereiki.com. I also have on Facebook 
a page which is called Reiki Ward. And Reiki Ward was established three years ago so that we would be able to give distance Reiki healing to all of those who need it free of charge all over the globe, wherever you are. You can just put up a post as you would on anyone's Facebook wall and request healing for yourself. You can request healing for a relative, a friend. Uh, the requests can be for humans and or animals. We also send healing to animals. And um, we take your uh, requests off the Reiki ward. We take the posts. And then what we do is we send Reiki initially, and then the request is put on our healing Reiki grid. It's a crystal grid that is there to send healing energy magnified by the crystals on the grid 24-7. Reiki Ward does two to three rounds of healing bursts every day at a minimum. We have about, I'd say on an average, about 400 Reiki practitioners helping out at Reiki Ward, and they give so freely of their time. And um, Reiki Ward's had pretty good success rate with healings. So if you have any problems that you're looking for healing with, may it be physical, emotional, mental, anything, send us a request and we will get right on it. Just a little bit about Reiki. Um, the Reiki, original Reiki ideals, as Sensei Usui said, they are the secret of inviting happiness. The miraculous medicine of all diseases. Just for today, do not be angry. Do not worry. Be filled with gratitude. Devote yourself to your work and be kind to others. Every morning and evening, join your hands in prayer. Pray these words to your heart and chant these words with your mouth. Now, Mikao Sui said this because in addition to being a healing method, more importantly, Reiki was a tool for a lifetime for people to develop themselves spiritually and personally. It was the original self-help um workshop or, or self-help advice because if you work on yourself, if you develop yourself as a person, if you develop yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, then if you're running on optimal levels in all those areas, and we have those auric fields, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, that make up our body, that make up the vessel that we are all in here in 3D on planet Earth. You are like a fine-tuned machine. You're working at top performance. And this was the goal. This is the goal. Okay? And working with Reiki really helps you develop in all these areas. 
Now, Reiki also helps one develop their intuition. Personally, I was born, I'm a born intuitive. I naturally came into this world intuitive. When I was a child, didn't know what to do with it, didn't know what it was, but I listened to it. And every time I listened to it, things went well. When I didn't listen to it, things did not go too well. Um, so that was one thing. And then the other thing was when I came out of childhood, it, it worked okay when I was a child. But into my adolescence, people kept telling me, don't tell people that you, you have this intuitive gift. Don't tell people that you can hear spirit because they'll lock you up thinking you're a crazy person. So I shut it all down for a long time. And then gradually, due to circumstances, what have you, I brought it back. And it was a little difficult to get back into the swing of things because I had shut down these wonderful gifts so totally, you know, and I just said, well, I'm uh, I'm not going to use them. I'm just going to let them lie. And but amazingly enough, you know, we're talking about 40, 50 years ago when everybody was telling me, you know, Shh, be quiet. They'll think you're crazy. They'll lock you up. And lo and behold, nowadays, everybody is embracing psychics, intuitive ability, uh, and so many names people call themselves now that gets the point across, hi, I'm a psychic and, and I can access spirit. Um, so it's a good thing now because I think people are understanding it better. I think people are um, accessing it better and, and not too quick to call, you know, people with these abilities crazy. And, you know, uh, there's an opening up of understanding and embracing, which is a wonderful thing. Now, I do have a few friends who, when they were growing up, we're lucky enough to have parents who embraced their gifts. And these people today are phenomenal psychics because they never shut their gifts down. They never shut it off. They, you know, they, they embraced it. They've worked with it. They, they never stopped working with it. And it's a wonderful thing. But so here I am back again. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I'm just very happy that, it is uh, being embraced for what it is. Um, you know, the power and fruitfulness of intuition has had innumerable and celebrated champions from Albert Einstein to Steve Jobs and some of history's greatest scientists and philosophers. Um, so let's see. Who's on the line here? We maybe we'll get a reading then. Good evening. You're on Violet Reiki Radio with Rose. Hi, Rose. I Who, am I speaking? Who am I Yvette? speaking with? Yvette. Yvette. Okay. Great. Yvette, what is your question? Um, hmm. Let's have some fun. Let's see what the love life looks like. <laughs> okay most women who say that I don't know if you'd call it fun but we will see what we get you want to know what your love life looks like yeah you know I'm really looking for that divine special person um, 
Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna set you up here a bit, but I have a question for you. Okay. <laughs> Are you comfortable whether or not you find this person? I mean, if if you never found this person, would you be fine? I've been contemplating that. And you know, at this point it's like a catch twenty two. It's like I like myself as a person. I'm live by myself. I'm comfortable in my own skin and my own space. So, I mean, it's it's kind of I have a weird I would say way I don't know how to phrase it right. But well, there's nothing like, weird. There's, there's nothing weird of it. You're you're fine the way you are. I mean, you know, when you say you like yourself, we want to get you to the point where you love yourself. No, I love myself. I love. I'm Good. Like, yeah, I love myself. Good. I love myself. Yeah, I'm a. Yeah, I just said it like just general, like because I'm on the radio, or whatever. I love myself. I, you, you want to be modest. You don't want people to think you're right. And I know myself. I love myself. <laughs> and I know myself. Okay. So okay, so you're asking yourself that very question. You know, <clears throat> hey, you know, if it never happens, am I going to be comfortable with this? Right. Yeah, I mean. I would have to say, you know, I always release it to God. In the divine's hands, what is the divine plan? You know, at this point, waiting for a certain special person because I'm just not regular, you know, I just feel like someone's, there's up, someone specific, special for me that gets me, that understands me. Right. So, well, um, again. Go ahead. Um, you know, I do meet guys. Um, and there seems to be some connection, um, but then it always seems like some weird, <clears throat> it feels like some timelines, timelines off where they're not completely together enough to be with me, which, and I'm not look, you know, and, or, um, you know, different scenarios that might arise and as you meet people on your journey or and then people you're just not interested in. Right. Right, but I don't look at relationships. I'm not like one of those people. Like it's kind of, com- I don't. It's kind of complicated because I don't think like it's just not so simple where you just look at someone. You're like, unless the soul moves you, and you're like, wow, you know, that's right. the difference when the soul you completely moves you and you get a wow. Um, versus someone that like immediately is drawn to you because more of their ego or maybe sex or something that's really superficial. Obviously I don't I'm not wired like that. So right, right. those people wouldn't I wouldn't be attracted to those type of people. Right. Well I'm gonna tell you, I pulled a card for you and the card you got was the sacral chakra. That's now, funny you got that. Why? Because I've been doing in the sacrum area I've been doing a lot of like um a lot of uh, kundalini work. Right. And lately the the sacrum has been popping a lot. Ah. Like okay. releasing, releasing and like I was doing some stuff tonight. I like like unique kind of popping. Like really, like I would get stretched into a particular way. Right. Well, that area it relates to emotions, desires, creativity and sexuality. Now, mm-hmm. to activate the chakra, which obviously you've been doing, you visualize a glowing orange ball of energy in that area of your body and see it spinning and sparkling. And then feel the joy as it grows larger and sends 
these orange sparks out into the universe. And by energizing the sacral chakra, you attract creativity, joy, passion, and love into your life. So mm-hmm. with this card and what you said, Spirit's telling me that this time right now is time for you. This is the time for Yvette to basically get to know herself and then put yourself out, put your aura, put your essence, what you are, what you're becoming. In other words, right now you're becoming the total you. And mm-hmm. once you're there, it may take another six months to a year, possibly two years. But once you're there, that aura is going to spring forth from that sacral chakra, from your vessel, and it's going to ripple out into the world. So now, I think at that time, all of this meeting these guys, you know, pick up, drop, pick up, drop, you know, <laughs> kind of searching through the, the apples to find a good one. At that time, you are going to click with the person that you are going to be with, should mm-hmm. you choose, okay, because it's all up to you. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's what you've got coming down the line. And, you know, if anybody thinks, you know, if you want to withdraw and let's say not even date or even, I don't want to say waste your energy, but if you don't want to deplete your energies, you know, just kind of shuffling through the, you know, the 99 cents rack, that's fine too, you know. Be comfortable to be you. Yeah. 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 That's a good one. I like that. So that seems to be where your where your life is going right now, where your world is at and what you're gearing up to you know, to become and to be. Mm-hmm. Looks pretty good to me. It feels like it feels pretty accurate. <laughs> well great. I'll take it. Well, All thank right. you very much. You're welcome. Now. Continue to listen. Thank take you. care. Bye bye. Thanks for calling. <laughs> Good evening, 206 on the air with Violet Reiki Radio, well, with Rose. <laughs> Hello, Rose. How are you? This is Raul. Hi, Raul. I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to talk to you. I'm so glad you're doing readings. Decided to call in and chat with you for a moment. Yep. So, you have a question, Raul? You want, you want to do. know some stuff? <laughs> I do. I think you already got someone, so should I ask the question or you want to share? No. What what is the question? I I got something. I I I know something about you like right now you haven't asked a question. Wow. Well, I thought I thought that you I thought that you were uh, picking up on stuff already, but uh I am uh, I want to step on my new life. You know, I'm kind of done with my current life with the job that I have. Uh, and I'm I'm slowly moving into that area, uh, but I need to look for a new job, like a transitional job, um, before I do the healing work that I want to do or the coaching or the nutrition and all that stuff that I really love. And I'm wondering if you can somehow, I don't know, put a card or, or chat with me for, for a little bit. Well... I can definitely tell you, I am going to pull a card for you, but I can definitely tell you change is coming for you within the next year to 18 months. And the card that I got for you is Master. So what they're saying here 
is you are on the road to mastering things that you need to master to get to where you want to be. Now, fear and doubt often prevent something from flowering or from truly manifesting. So what you need to do is work on no fear, no doubt, you know who you are, you know what you're doing, and you you can see the light at the end of the tunnel that you're going through right now to where you want to be. Okay? Mm-hmm. And don't allow this fear and doubt to come in because it can prevent you from opening to the joy that's awaiting you. So, Right now for you, this is a time, and I think you're doing it already. I feel that you're doing it. You've said kind of you're doing it. This is the time for you, Raul, to take action and to master what it is you're looking to ultimately become in your work arena, in your in your job arena, which I feel is going to be much more than just work and a job. It's going to be a lifestyle for you where you're doing the things that your soul is driven to do. And first mm-hmm. you have to identify those things, which I feel you're doing, and then move forward on it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like your blueprint is, is correct. What do you mean by the the blueprint is correct, if you don't mind me asking? It's like you thought, you know, you came up with this idea, I want to build a house, and then you started drawing blueprints. You didn't just say, I want to build a house, I'm going to go out there with some materials and see what happens. You actually drew a blueprint first. This is what it has to look like. This is what it's going to be built with. And so you have that in hand right now. You just have to follow it step by step that will get you to where you want to be. That is that is pretty fun. That yeah, that is really cool what you just said. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because I, I I finally I'm 45, found out what I want to do uh, with the rest of my life. I don't know exactly what in particular how I'm going to start, but I love so many things, and I'm very passionate about those things. Right. So the the next the next step is what I struggle with. Uh, uh, look for a transitional job, something that get me out of here because I'm kind of tired where I'm at. But it's <laughs> phenomenal what you just share. It's, it's really cool. Yeah, you know what you want. And, uh, you know, it's just take care because I'm hearing to tell you to take care. You don't go off in too many directions. Try and keep them all around one another. In other words, you want to keep the things that you want to study and you want to do, just make sure they're all in the same neighborhood. In other words, don't don't go into another state or don't go into a whole other, um, you know, country, so to speak, um, with your with your interest in what you're studying. You want to keep them all in the same area. Otherwise, you're going to be scattering your energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you I, I understand that. Yes, okay. I totally understand okay. that. I, I can get scattered. Yes, I totally understand. That is awesome. Right. Thank, <laughs> yes, that is awesome. All right. Thank you so much for tonight. And thank you so much for, for your other guests that you always have really cool shows. Right. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for calling in. I know you, you listen weekly, and uh, thanks for your question. 
Oh, thank you. Take care. Have a nice evening. You too. Okay, I'm going to take a short break, and we will be back. You're listening to Violet Reiki Radio on the Seika Network through blogtalkradio.com with your host, Reiki Shihan Rose Jimenez, your source for all things Reiki in love, light, and healing. Hi, we are back. Yeah, let's see who's on the phone here. Good evening, you're on Violet Ricky Radio with Rose. Hi, this is Regina. Hi, Regina, how are you? I'm good, how are you doing? I'm doing very good. Thank you for calling. What can I do for you? Um, Thank you. Um, I just want to see, uh, will I get a, or will there be a move in my career? or changing my career anytime soon. Uh, the reason why, because I'm working two jobs, sometimes three, and I just want something that's just give me more stability and some benefits. <laughs> okay. Let's see what we get for you. Well, you got, the card you've got was control which is telling me that you're in control of this. So, you know, if you're putting out resumes, if you've been sending them out, keep doing it, keep the faith, um, and don't... This card talks about in order to flourish, you have to be fluid and free rather than overly rigid and controlled by any kind of emotional neediness or insecurity. It's very important that you master your emotions so that they don't influence your decisions. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, getting getting involved in anything based solely on emotion is out of balance and out of control. So for you, self-control is the key here which 
you don't want to rush anything. I know working two jobs is no fun. <laughs> right, but exactly. You, yeah, you don't want to grab anything that, you know, in your mind you're saying, well, this looks like it's okay, and anything just to get me out of the two jobs. You know, you want to mm-hmm. weigh it out. Yeah. And okay. uh, make a decision that would be good for you and not let your emotions rule you. Because sometimes, you know, you may, and this has happened to me, uh, you get mm-hmm. a job where the pay is fantastic. The pay is more than what you're making. And if you don't have benefits and this new job is going to give you benefits, you will run and grab that new job. And then what happens is ultimately you're saying to yourself, why did I do this? <laughs> Gotcha. Right. Yeah. You're so right. Yeah, because like right now, um, like the my main job is like a um, working in the health department field, uh-huh. and but it's a it's a like a assignment job, a contract job. I really don't have any benefits. And right. then my other job is working in a retail store, but it's more like counselor. Both of them like counselor like. But it's the um, but I get paid kind of well there, but I don't get a lot of hours because that program for that position um, in the retail store it won't allow me to have a lot of hours. So that's why it's a second job. So, but you know, it's it's steady pay each week. So that's why I have it, and plus my personal changes that I'm going through. But it's just like. Now that I'm going through all these changes, I need, like, benefits. So right. it's just I can't just have these contract jobs and don't get any benefits, you know, because, like, if it's a holiday, just like Tuesday, I can't, I won't get paid for that, you know, besides somebody who maybe, like, a state employee will get paid for that. So it's like I'm losing money in the result of that. So well, and yeah, you is. are. But it kind of, yeah, it uh, it appears that way. Mm-hmm. But I feel for you, the first job you have, the number one job, whatever, is more what you want to do. It's more than it, you gravitate towards that more. Your energy is more in sync with that. And the retail is just something you you have to do. You're doing to make the extra money. Right. Mm. I actually like the retail job better. You do. <laughs> yes, because I make more money. Yeah. Well, yeah, but see, listen to what you're saying. Is your is your heart? Which job is your heart more connected to? The forget retail. about money. Forget about money, benefits, and whatever. If they said you got to choose one of these jobs, and the the benefits, the perks, and the salary are a secret, which one do you want? The retail. The retail. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you like the retail because you're involved with people and things? Yes. Um, it's more right because I'm working with the um, employees. And um, because with the with the health department job, I talk to mothers or women. But it's like it's, it doesn't excite me. Yeah, see, I see you. I see you enjoying working with people, which is why I said the the health one right. because you're with people 
you like to interact with people, you do it very well, you work well on your feet, you're the kind of person who, um, if somebody needs help or if a decision needs to be made, like a snap decision on mm-hmm. the spot, you're that kind of person. You think very well on your feet and mm-hmm. you want to, and, and your basic premise, you know, what you really want to do, you want to help people. You want to be the one that's there for people to guide them, to help them, to, you know, have them see their pathway clear. So you're like a beacon or you, you know, this is, this is your innate nature to me. So you, you want to be the beacon for people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you may have another job coming totally out of somewhere else. What are you looking at different jobs? When you send out your resume, you know, everybody has to have like four different resumes now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, they didn't, right. do this. they didn't do this 30, 40 years ago. When I was looking for a job, I had one resume. Now you need like six, okay? I know how to pop a floor yep. so I can put in maintenance. I know how to type a letter. I can be a secretary. Uh, right. You know, I know how to cook so I can be a sous chef or a cook in a restaurant. It's insane. So I think what you, if you're not doing it already, this is what you need to do. Send out different resumes and, you know, look for a job where, you can do what you really want to do. And like I said, I think what you really want to do is help people out and be a beacon for them and be there. You like to be dependent on. Okay. <laughs> so something like that, you know, and again, the card you got control, you're in control. So take mm-hmm. the reins and, and, you know, do what you got to do to get to where you got to be because it all lies with you. Right, right. Yeah. You're definitely right. It's yeah, just, no you know, doubt, no fear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, you know, just I haven't really had time to do it in the past, but now uh-huh. I have the time to do it because having two jobs and kind of going in three spots was quite difficult dealing with traffic or where I live. So now I'm like, okay, I can really can, like, think about it like, what do I want to write on my resume and how to revamp it to the point that it sounds good, I can sell good um, to the recruiter or whoever may look at my resume and cover letter and and just see. Because I really like being putting out, like, government jobs. Um, I put in, like, government jobs, and i also been putting, like, like, different jobs, like working in somewhere in the food service. Mm-hmm. But, but not not quite like restaurant, but something else. Maybe like a you know like a. Um... See, government jobs I Go think tend down. to be a little bit boring. But yeah, um... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not to insult the government, but government jobs tend to be very boring and. Uh, I don't think you would do well in an environment where you would be bored mm-hmm. every day. And that's probably why the health department bores me there. <laughs> yeah, you're the type of person you need to interact with people in, in your work. I mean, there are some and, people that can walk into an office, sit down at a desk, stare at a wall, and just type all day long, and they love it. I don't yeah. see you as that type of a person. 
And see, that's why I'm saying, like, with that retail job, I interact with the employees, and, like, and they'll come and see me while, um, and when I have some downtime or when, like, if I go on the floor and interact with them, I love it. But, like, that's probably why that health department is just, like, it's so mundane and just not fulfilling. And that's why I probably gravitate more towards that right. area. Right. Of, you yeah. know, being a, yeah, somebody to talk to. Yeah, but, that's, yeah. I think that's what was doing it for you in the retail because Spirit kept telling me it's really not so much the fact that it's retail. She doesn't love retail, the long hours on her feet and all of that, but she likes interacting with the people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yep, and that it. and that goes back to like I said to you, don't make a decision based purely on your emotions. You know, I like this, I, okay. or I like this, I like this aspect of this job, and forget or lose sight of the aspects of the job that you really don't like. <laughs> right, it, exactly. It's a whole package, you know. <laughs> Yeah, because I don't want to do something that I will regret later. It's just like, why did I do that? Because I know that has happened to somebody who left the job and she was never sat. She just wasn't satisfied with the other jobs she got. And it's just, you know, I don't want to be that person all over again because I have done that before. So I don't, I don't want to go through that. But I want to make sure I don't want to do no make hasty decisions. I have right. to really think things through. So, and that's exactly that. what that card was saying to you, and that's exactly what Spirit was saying to you. You know, don't get overly emotional. Don't make hasty decisions. Think about what you really want, and think about what, um, you know, in your mind. Make sure that everything is balanced. You know, you like the job. You like what you'll be doing. Um, mm-hmm. You like the pay and everything else, and you just don't, you know. Everything, and and this is very Reiki-like, because Reiki balances the energies in our bodies, and you want balance. Really, that's the whole, like Mm -hmm. everybody says, money is the root of all evil, which sometimes is true, but balance, (laughs) balance is like the secret to a good life. If you can get yourself to a point where you've got everything balanced, uh, mm-hmm. Then you're going to be going to be happy, and you're going to be fine. If anything is out of balance, that's like a recipe for misery. Because you you know, just try walking on one side of your body all day long <laughs> and not using the other. You know, it gets tiresome and annoying, it and does. you get angry and cranky. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. I know exactly yeah. what you're saying. <laughs> so being in a state of imbalance is horrible. So you want to balance yourself and then as many things as you can in your life, keep them in balance Mm -hmm. uh, as possible. That's why we say, you know, you got to have boundaries in life too because there are a lot of people out there who are yes people and they'll say yes to everything. Sometimes they'll say yes because they're not paying attention or they just want to, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Sometimes uh they say yes because they're too good hearted and they're too sweet and they're too nice and they Mm -hmm. can't say no. (laughs) And that's not good either. So you have to come to a place where you can say no, and that's where the boundaries come in. (laughs) Exactly, because I used to be that kind of person, just say yes to everything because I'm so 
sweetest, so nice. And, and, but now that I'm going through a lot in my personal life, it's like I don't want to put up with a bunch of BS. I don't want to just say yes to every little thing because I got to look out for myself first before anybody. So, right. Yeah. You know, right. If I'm going to help you, I got to help me first. And that's just how it, I got to put me first. So right. if it's not going to help me in the long run, no. I, I got to look out for me now because I think being a, like a, like a, well, I've been told I was an empath or something, or being somebody who's like that, I'm always trying to please others or put other yeah. people's needs before mine. Well, because you know what it's like you felt through your own life. You feel mm-hmm. what it's like to be hurt, to be tranced on, to be taken advantage of, to whatever. Mm-hmm. You feel it being an empath. You feel it very highly. You know, very, yeah. very, it's, it's an, what's the word I'm looking for? It's um, an overemphasized feeling, you know. Mm-hmm. And most empaths do not like to see, because they have felt suffering, do not like to okay. see other people suffer. So right. we don't want to be the cause of someone else's suffering. What we <laughs> really want to be, we want to be the ones that are like a bomb. We want to be the ones that right. soothe. You know, we want to soothe the pain, soothe the suffering, help. And what happens is a lot of times people like us wind up helping everyone and doing for everyone and losing sight of ourselves. We become last. Okay? Yep. Yep. I have definitely learned that lesson. (laughs) And then the old-fashioned, you know, admonishing, don't be selfish, you know, what about me? Well, no, 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 don't be selfish. And I think over the last 50 years or so, what's happening is we're all so conditioned not to be selfish Mm -hmm. that we didn't realize by trying not to be selfish, we did not take care of ourselves. Because selfishness is one thing, but taking care of oneself is another. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Selfishness comes from pure ego. But yeah. if, if you're taking care of yourself, that's not ego. That's common sense. I have to take care mm-hmm. of me so I can then take care of another. That's I know. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I and I had, like I said, I had to come to that. It's just like it was spirit or, you know, my angels, God, whoever spiritual beings. It's like I had to have that push so I could start putting myself first. So I can start taking care of myself and take care of my needs. And right. and it was really bad that it happened that way, but I'm glad it did because it really just opened like, oh my God, I, it's like kind of a freedom that I need right. to just like, wow, I, it feels good to go get my nails done or go get my pedicure or go get my hair done, something, you know, or take a bath or for yeah. Ten minutes, or what, you know, just something to self-indulge yourself with. That you know, you tend to do everything for everybody else, but you need to take right. time for you. Yeah, exactly. I yeah, guess. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> sounds like you're on the right track. Yeah. So for now on, I you know me. I got not saying it's all about me, but I got to put me in the equation first. So you know, right. And um, I think. People will understand that they probably like, oh, this is the new regime. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I have to be like this now. 
I can't be the old Gina like I was before. I just can't. Well, it's, it's just it this, is, mm-hmm. this is the original finally feeling comfortable in her own skin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't change. You always were you, but you were mm-hmm. doing things uh, that, you know, were really not you, but because you were assimilating these to other people or, you know, parents, relatives, right. friends, whatever, uh, you <laughs> became somebody else. And now you're just coming back into your own skin and you are authentically being the original Gina. Mm-hmm. And that's perfect. That's absolutely <laughs> perfect. As far as oh. you're getting... Um, a definite job. I, I don't want to burst your bubble, but I don't really see anything much happening in that area until springtime. Oh. I think, uh, I think you may be dealing with this through winter. Oh. Now, I mean, it's not... you know, it, there's nothing mm-hmm. to say that that is written in stone, but this is the feeling I get with it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's, and that's okay. You know, it's just I wasn't like... Like right now, right now, just the, I just really want to see if was any change. Period. Like, is this going to get a little bit better? You know, but you know, oh, it's definitely going to be better. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm getting March, April on it as far as March, time. April. Yeah. Oh, so maybe I could just have one job. <laughs> That would be awesome. Ultimately, yeah, ultimately, <laughs> I do feel that's what's going to happen. You're going to find one job, and, and you'll be happy in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I see, you, I see you releasing the two jobs. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Now, you know that has to be big for me to release. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you know. I, <laughs> Because I'm so... Uh, I guess because I'm kind of attached to these jobs, but I know I need to let them go because it's not, it's making me, you know, I'm not giving myself time for me in the long run. And then try to take care of kids on top of that and take care of the house. So it's like, I got to make time for me. I mean, how do I go on a date? (laughs) Right. Working all the time. The, um, no, the, the job that you're going to ultimately get is what they're telling me now is it's going to pay either the same as you're making with the two, but you will have benefits. You'll have advantages. You'll have like everything in the, in the same package deal or slightly better, not a whole lot better, but slightly better. Like better. Okay. So you'll you'll be in a good position. Okay. Yeah. You know, like ease up a bit. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Well, I'll take that. You know. If it if it if it comes that by that time, but you never know. I can put it out there. I can always wish for something better, manifest for something better. So. Again, that's exactly the right way to think because, like I said, <laughs> nothing nothing is written in stone. This is what I'm receiving for you this evening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a month from now, something may shift and something may be traveling your way even sooner. So, yeah. you know, you do your mm-hmm. best and um, always okay. be open and accepting and welcoming of even better. Yeah, you're right. You're definitely yeah. right. Well, thank you. I love our conversation. It was great. great. Okay, right, thanks then. for Take calling. Care. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay.
Well, it's just me here right now. Uh, I have a 631 on the line, but I don't know if they want a question because there's no question mark. So area code 631, if you have a question or would like a reading, uh, hit number one so I know you want to get read. Uh, otherwise, I'll just uh, have you listen to the next 12 minutes of the show. Um, I'm speaking a lot this evening about emotions. And as you know, uh, emotional is one of the R's that is included in Reiki healings. And I wrote a blog a couple of weeks ago. And the blog was entitled, Are We Living in a Cultural Depression? Now, I'm sure a lot of you have heard about the recent suicides and things going on where people are just so depressed they've just decided, I'm out of here. You know, I'm done. And my question was, are we? in an epidemic now in the 21st century of cultural depression has our profit driven money making spending life of commercialized ideals and heavy capitalism driven us to ruin because we're constantly being pushed that a bigger, better, more mentality is the way to go. We always feel incomplete. We always feel lacking. If we don't have acquisitions, material gains, exaggerated jobs with big titles and six-figure salaries, is it pushing us to the point where nothing can make us happy? Have we totally and completely gone blind and lost sight and sound of true happiness? The happiness that lies within each one of us? Have we lost sight of the fact that money cannot and never will buy us happiness? Do we not realize that in this quest for money and material things, we are constantly eluded even further from our own happiness? Happiness, health, peace of mind, steam, all of these things cannot be bought with money. Everyone thinks, oh, you know, money. If I have money, I can, I can you know, buy whatever I want, get whoever I want to do things for me, and it's just going to be a wonderful life. And, you know, but the simple pleasures of life, peace of mind, self-esteem, happiness, these cannot be bought with money. Capitalism and commercialism has fed the greed of corporations, politicians, the elite, rich, etc., for years at the expense of average, normal, everyday, hardworking human beings. It was and continues to be the job of these quality-of-life thieves, as I like to call them, to strip us of good sense, that which comes from our soul, from our intuition. Everyone has intuition. From our own intuition within us, that knowing of what is right for us. We've been brainwashed into thinking we must live the way the media, social or otherwise, are telling us to. We all must have expensive cars and homes and credit card debt, expensive jewelry and clothing. No one out there, guaranteed, no one is advertising 
live a simple lifestyle and telling you, you know, buy what you need. Don't buy anything. If, if you're well stocked and you've got what you need, you don't need to buy another thing. You'll never see a commercial like that. <laughs> no, we're brainwashed so that we stay in this zombie-like coma of buying, acquiring, and getting more and more in our useless attempt to make ourselves perfect and happy. Perfect in the eyes of the companies who are selling everything and anything possible to manipulate our looks and our lives, controlling us, telling us day by day what's wrong with us, why we don't have what we desire, why we're unhappy, and in the same breath telling us what they want us to believe we need to purchase from them to improve ourselves. There's no commercial telling you how wonderful you are. All of this leading more and more people into depression, deep depression, and sometimes even death. It is now more important in our everyday lives to go within and search out our own souls for answers. Time to awaken and know that we and we alone make our own happiness. And realize that happiness, peace, love are all things that have no monetary value. Yet they are all quite priceless. Being grateful just to be alive and well is a start. Living with a grateful heart creates beautiful blessings. However tough life may be at the moment, just realizing that you need not engage in this mess of commercialism that is trying to take over your life like a cancer, is the start. The simpler you keep your life, the more peaceful it will be. Love yourself to want what really is best in life. The priceless treasures life has to offer, like peace, happiness, and love. It's all found within you. You have the secret, you have the key, and it's all an inside job. It's all within you. So that is what keeping your emotions in check and having a healthy emotional outlook can do. And those of you who practice Reiki know that just by saying your precepts daily twice a day, uh, is a great help to all of us in balancing the emotions and in balancing all of our auric bodies, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. And that's all we can really ask for in a day is to just keep ourselves and maintain ourselves whole. I'm going to leave you all this evening with this wonderful song that I love by my colleague and friend Colin Powell, the Gokai song which is all about the Reiki precepts. So if you want to, sing along. And I'll see you all next week when we discuss Reiki and Alzheimer's. Good night and have a great weekend.